Here's my FanDuel update. Okay. Let's see. I have played $1,473.21. What? I have won $1,333.21. No, don't get confused in that. Here's how much I deposited. $375 total. I have withdrawn $160. So what does that put us uh, at? 200 Yeah, two something. That's a lot, though. So I'm $215 in. I have $75 currently in my account, yeah. which means I've lost $140. So in that money, that, what did I say it was? A thousand something? No, no, no. Yeah, well, there that was the amount played, but. Oh, uh, the what, 200 something? I deposited 375. I've taken out 160. So that means there's $215 of mine currently in the FanDuel system. $75 of that is accessible to me. The rest is lost. So okay. with $215, I have played the $1,473.21. Wow. So that, you know, the money. I thought I that you had given up. I win some. I lose most. But it's not as bad as it seems because I have won $1,333.21. So there's a discrepancy there of $150. Yeah, see it all. It all. It's fine. That's what I'm saying. It's fine. Okay. I'm Christina. surprised. I thought that it, you had such vitriol about it. Oh, I the do. The last time we talked. I do. I, Christine asked me, do you even enjoy this? I, like, <laughs> I don't think so. You love stuff that you don't enjoy. Well, I enjoy when I win. That's the yeah. that's the thing, isn't it? Isn't that how people get hooked? It's like I own that that little burst of dopamine, that energy, that feeling I get when I win, even if it's like twenty bucks. It's like, ha, ha, fuck you, <laughs> even though six of your other bets right. were losers. You've lost like seventy, right? <laughs> but you've gained twenty. It was like yesterday. I bet fifty dollars and. $55 and only ended up winning 30. So $25 in the hole. But I've modified my game before I was betting on players to get hits and yeah, pitchers. Yeah, ridiculous things kind of, right? It, yes. It's not so ridiculous. I wasn't going so crazy. I was That like the batter before he comes up is going to have gum in his mouth as opposed to sunflower seeds. Well, there are some of those bets. Yeah. Like the first pitch of the bottom of the fourth inning will be. And I did it. I did that a few times. I also, this is, I also only bet on baseball. I know I just said I also twice in a row. Um, and they were two different thoughts. So it was like one also, and then I moved immediately into the other also without giving you the information <laughs> okay. for the first also. But I only bet on baseball. It's trying to get me to bet on Women's World Cup. I have no interest. <laughs> yeah. It's trying to get me to bet on Ultimate Fighting. I have no interest. Boxing, WNBA, no thanks. I stick with the sport that's pretty much a crapshoot, baseball. And I realized with baseball, because you can bet innings also. In this inning, I say there's not going to be any runs. And in my mind, watching baseball uh, over my life, the first inning, I usually view the first inning as teams not scoring runs. It's like they're, they're getting warmed up. The game's just starting. And so I bet the first inning there won't be any runs scored. And I fucking lose every time. Yeah, I don't see that. Apparently, the first inning is one of the highest scoring innings in baseball. Well, that makes sense because they're they're uh, not tired, I guess. It's not even like baseball players seem to even get tired. They have so much downtime. I was going to ask. Do they get tired? No, they just hang out constantly. I feel like so much of baseball is just hanging out. It is. Unless, the pitcher will get tired. Like that's sure, a lot of work. that makes sense. The pitcher's doing, I think, maybe the most work. They are. That's why they only pitch once every five days or something. The arm can't handle it. Well, if you think, if you see the, um, when they do the slow motion of someone pitching, it's really gross. They're holding onto the ball, but it looks like the rest of their arm is made of, like, some liquid. It gets all flung around. Well, it does put a lot of stress yeah. on that part of their body. So this first inning thing, I just keep, I keep thinking, though, 
come on, I got to win. <laughs> and if I bet on one game, sure, I would win sometimes, but I do that dumbass parlay where I say these three games, none of the teams are going to score in the first inning, and I never win. But I do it because you can turn like $10 into $60. So uh -huh. I was like, one of these times, one of these times it's going to hit, and it never fucking does. Oh. Yet I keep doing that one because I think one time it will and even if it does at this point the amount of money sunk into it is going to <laughs> offset the 60 dollars i will win but i hear you because i feel like even just you describing it is like yeah let's let it roll you know <laughs> keep going <laughs> well the, you get it it's like the roulette wheel when you see seven reds in a row and you think uh, it's gotta be black next time and no it doesn't it doesn't no it's it just, sure doesn't the same odds that are each time the ball is put into the roulette wheel, it's the same exact odds. They don't carry over. The wheel's not thinking about the last time. It just resets and the odds exist. It could be red a million times in a row. Now the odds for that to happen are probably pretty low. But right. that's why they put that board up because that's exploiting the way we think. And it's the same thing with his innings. It's like, well, it's got to hit eventually. It's going to have to happen. And I should just take a smaller payout. That's the other thing. You're like, oh, I'm going to bet $10. I'm going to win $8 if this team doesn't score. These Both of these teams don't score in the first inning. No, fuck that. I want, I want more. So, you know, I, despite understanding all of this, I still give in to it. There was a game, I don't want to talk too much about it more because we did a whole show and some people don't give a shit and probably you because it's uh, it's sports betting. But there was a game, I bet, on the Mariners. The Mariners were playing the Twins a few weeks ago and I bet that the Mariners would win by two runs or more. I took That's the spread. Bad bet. I took the spread. Going in to the ninth inning, the Mariners are up four runs and I think... <laughs> Wonderful. This is pretty good. The Mariners are going to win this, and there's room for error. First guy up to bat gets hit by a pitch. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. But no big deal. You know, four runs. They can, they can really three runs because I need them to win by two. No, so two runs. I can't even get it straight. But there's room for error because I need them to win by two so they can give up two runs in the ninth. First guy gets hit by a pitch. I'm feeling okay. Next two guys outs I'm like great two outs we're there this is going to happen next guy up gets a hit a single so then it's runners first and second two outs and I'm thinking okay well if you get another base hit here uh the run scores still okay next guy up to bat two strikes on him the fucking team is one strike away from winning this game and I think to myself as it wouldn't be something if this guy hit a home run on this next pitch and I talked to whoever the the betting baseball gods are right. i i said aloud i'm sitting in the living room at night late because this is a west coast game aloud i say hey baseball god i know it would be really funny for you if this guy hits a home run on the next pitch <laughs> i i understand that i would laugh too myself but you know it's late turn off the light just go to sleep let me have this one just please let's just do this thing uh, good night next pitch dude hits a home run and and I lose. <laughs> the, the Mariners end up winning the game by a run. So the guy hits a three-run home run. Then the next dude comes up and he's out. But yeah. I lose the bet because <sighs> I said that they would win by two runs. And I couldn't even be angry. I really couldn't because it You're was You're just so, like, this all makes sense. <laughs> it was so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I thought, as I, that, at that moment, I, I thought, none of this is real. This is a fucking simulation. Life is not fucking mm -hmm. real. Because if you fucking bet, if you went in with that bet that, oh, this team is down four runs, they're going to lose the game by a run, uh, even let's not even go there, that, that, that in itself, I guess, is a, a pretty, sorry, I don't know if you cut out. No, I'm here. I'm sorry. Okay. I was just muting so I could drink this water. All right. There's a hiss in your line. So, so when you can you, hear the difference. When, when you mute yeah, it, sorry. Like you dropped off. But anyway, the, the point, I think everyone knows the point I'm making. If you bet on that happening, if you bet on a dude hitting a home run with two outs in the ninth inning, it, it's not going to happen. It's fucking the chances are so low. But 
It happened. And that's fucking baseball. <laughs> the dumbest sport in the world. Welcome to One Topic, where we stick to one topic. My name is Autumn Fisher. My name is Greg Russ. Well. This week's topic, I think, I think it's the Cretans. Autumn saw at the Atlanta airport. Uh, yeah. <laughs> is this enough content? You did send me pictures of these people. Maybe it's enough content to fill the show. Maybe it's a follow-up to our airports episode, which for whatever reason I felt was pretty weak, but we don't have to get into that. I don't... I don't remember the specifics as to why. Just hmm. afterwards, I thought that could have been better. Like the hotels episode. Yeah. Yeah. There was something. I was like, there was so much to talk about that we didn't talk about. What the fuck did we actually talk about? Yeah, I don't. I honestly don't remember what any time we ever do anything. I just it just goes out of my head. It comes out of my mouth and it's gone forever. Yeah. Real pro. Oh, I got Stop you to shut it. down. Yeah, it's over. Stop it. I told you. I gave you a boundary, and you continuously cross it. I just think that these shows would stick with you, that you're putting such an effort in that there's no way you couldn't remember the show. You know, no, it's like if you ones... run a marathon, you don't forget running the marathon and how much it sucked to run the marathon. Not to say that it sucks doing this, but, <laughs> you know, that's that thing sticks with you. You're putting a lot of effort. Yeah, you're but you don't remember every pants. moment of it. You, you certainly remember the moments you peed and shit yourself. Sure. But this is not uh, that traumatizing. So I'm I, not remembering that. What if if, if it's I just so off the cuff and like improv and and, uh, you know, just at the top of my head uh, that I, I kind of remember the feelings that I had during certain episodes, but I don't remember specifically what we talk about. You know how dedicated I am to this show? Oh, how dedicated are you? I would defecate in my pants. If I had to go in the I would not stop the recording. I'd say, you got to keep going. You and, are so dedicated. And, You're dedicated. And considering I took five stool softeners and then two capfuls, cupfuls, the little cup that comes along with the laxative, uh, two of those, it may happen today. And I'm drinking a coffee. I, we don't need to get into the details. For whatever reason, though, I just, things weren't happening. And I thought, I got to take care of this. And then I tried one thing and then. Nothing happened, and then I had to try the next thing, and I'll just leave it at that. There was no need to go into the details. I shouldn't have even brought it up, but it was it was fitting. It was fitting to what we were discussing. I want to ask you more questions about that, though. Does anyone want to hear the answers? Well, why do you think you're constipated? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not hydrated enough. Well, that might be true. But you do. Are you not drinking all the seltzers anymore? Eh, some days I don't. Okay. I don't, I've been on, I'm not, I don't know why this is happening, but I've been on a soda kick, but not the sugar soda. So zeros, Coke zero, huh? Dr. Pepper zero. It just, when it's hot, especially yeah, something, something about it that feels like it quenches my thirst more. It also probably offsetting the fact that I'm not eating as much sugar. Oh, that's good. So... Not having as much sugar, I'm still craving some sweet shit, so I go get the zeros, which some people claim aren't, I, I'm sure they're not good for you, but there's these strange studies that correlate it to diabetes and weight gain and heart disease, and I think it's just anyone who's drinking a bunch of sodas to begin with, zero or yeah. not, sugar-free, sugar-full, they probably- <gasps> oh, God. They probably nothing like your own dog scaring you. They uh, scared me because he's he's they, dead asleep, and then bam, he barks. They probably have bad diets anyway. Is the point? So a lot yeah, of these, I, I think, think so are too. correlations. So it's, it's correlation, but it's not really the causation. Yeah, we'll see. You know, maybe the zero sodas will kill me. And uh, that'll be that. I feel like the the uh, the the poor diet and the sugar intake that you were having before, I think that would be worse. I think that would kill you before the Coke Zeros will, or Dr. Pepper Zeros. Dr. Pepper's a good choice for a diet soda. It tastes very good. It does. Even It, it even translates diet well version. to a diet version, yeah. Well, there's a diet version of Dr. Pepper, and then there's the Zero version, and the diet itself is very good. 
And you right. know, Coke, Diet Coke has that taste that people like, which is why it still exists. But well, yeah, because Diet Coke is not really Coke Diet. It's its own thing. Yeah, it's its own flavor. Yeah. A Coke creation. It's like Dream gross, world. but people seem to like it. <laughs> people have gotten used to it, and so now that's the flavor. Have you ever had any of those Coke creations? Which, those like sparkly ones? Yeah, the ones that they, they put out for a limited time. Dream World's the only one that comes to mind. Starlight, I think, was another one. Alien no, I heard face. that they were terrible. I, I brought this up on the radio show the other day. They all taste like suntan lotion to me. Interesting. There's always a hint of coconut somewhere in there. Which makes me think it's veering into like cream soda land. Yeah, probably some of those did. They won't tell you what's in them and people guess. And they all write about it on Reddit. They love it. <laughs> it's a very it. exciting thing for Coke fanatics. The people who collect Coke, you go to their house and they have old Coke signs and polar bears. and. Ooh, those people are worse than like Disney people. <laughs> I hate when I see people that are like, adults who have all their disney shit like on the back of their car they have all the different like mickey mouse ears version of their family or like disney mom or they have like a watch that's like mickey and his arms moving around i don't know knock it off advocates Relax. for corporations yeah they really they really got you it's similar to times square it's like let's go to times square visit new york it's like okay go look at all the ads enjoy have fun. And You're... also, I'm not a country bumpkin who's never seen a city before. So being in Times Square just seems like a hassle. It's like a, your moth drawn to the light. I'm not Ooh. impressed. I'm like, wow, this is really busy and a bummer to look at. <laughs> Overstimulating. Yeah. I think there was a point in time, and I'm sure people who lived during this time didn't find it to be cool, but... A point in time where there was the contrast of all those advertisements and the bright lights of Times Square and the crime. That's interesting, at least to me. Now right. you've got the sad, mangy Elmo walking around fighting <laughs> fighting Spider-Man because that part of the sidewalk isn't theirs. That's depressing to me. And then they get so hot and they lift up the head and you see the person underneath. <laughs> it's like Elmo has googly eyes. It's like not even proper... <laughs> Elmo, second-rate Elmo suit. Yeah, they're always um, really loose, the suits. Like, there's no structure underneath them. They got mites. <laughs> Fleas. And their fur. And they grab your kids when you walk through Times Square. And, and the kids are like, I want, a, I want a picture. I want a picture. And then you say, okay, I'll take a picture. And then they don't let your kid go until you give them money. Yeah. They hold on to them kidnap sex trafficked took that to an extreme there but something somewhere yeah. in between <laughs> a little less than that i'm sure a but little less than sex trafficking yeah i don't okay. think it goes that it's far the gateway there was a video i saw of times square in the <laughs> 80s uh-huh of was it the movie big yes that was it yeah uh, i when watched that guy walks by like I watched Big and I mistook that as someone's home video. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, wow, what a crazy story. They should make a movie about this. <laughs> Somebody was living in Times Square. Uh, I okay. guess there were, you know, there are apartments nearby filming out their window down to the street. And a man goes up to another man, punches him, oh. knocks him out. That man's laying on the sidewalk. Other people come up and you think, oh, they're checking on him. They raid his pockets. They just <sighs> reach in and they steal everything he's got in his pockets and they walk away and they leave uh, him knocked what? out. That was that's the Times Square you want to visit. <laughs> Pickpockets, prostitutes. Different time. Wow. And then you know, you get the the cup of noodles ad after. After yeah, watching and like cigarette ads after watching some. Yeah, that's the thing that uh, long gone yeah. relic of the past can't advertise cigarettes anymore. Can a advertise vape, though, I think vape is everywhere. But, you know, you watch some crime in, in Times Square and you get hungry and then you have a cup of noodles. Mm -hmm. You have some street meat. 
Well, the cup of noodles ad was. A big, Can't get this in Ohio. Uh, they they had they had prime space for quite a while for whatever oh. reason. You wouldn't think cup of noodles had that kind of money, but it was. Uh, I think they quietly make bajillions of dollars. <laughs> it was a staple you know? in Times Square. They probably do. Yeah. Are they a part of like a conglomeration of some other thing that makes a billion other things like ketchups or something? Uh, it's all tied together. Yeah. It's like this. It's like it may contain soy or or peanuts or something because it's made in the same factory as something else with peanuts. What's the company? Starts with an M. Oh, it's Maruchan. Maruchan, yeah. (laughs) Nissan is is the brand. Yeah, Nissan. If you go to their website, there's like a start button. (gasps) Oh, it's a really fun website. Oh, what a blast! <laughs> this is shockingly fun. Retry. Oh, it's like a roulette of different types of cup of noodle. All right, I'm gonna get <gasps> this kind, which I don't even know because it's all in Japanese. All wow. I get's our founder. Right, go cup noodle. Go cup noodle. Gp. All I'm getting is going to Nissan Foods. Our founder, Momofuko Ando, a visionary uh, okay. innovator. And the father of instant ramen. The father. He probably died. Maybe that's uh Anyway. You were just in Atlanta. I was. Returning to your not home. Uh, you have no connections to Atlanta anymore, really, outside of the radio show. There'd be no yeah. reason for you to go back. It's true. It's kind of sad. When the radio show And things are so done, different, too. I don't know where things are. Or, I'm sorry, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know where some things are. I don't know. What's new? When the radio show's done, do you think you're going back to Atlanta ever again? Um, yeah, because my friend Anna lives there. Well, she lives in Lawrenceville. All right. I mean, that counts. It's the area. Yeah. Because your parents moved, and I was just thinking, there's no, there's nothing. Where did they put you up this time? At the Canopy in Midtown. Is that nice? Street. Yeah, it is nice. I like it. And it's really close to the station and stuff. So I didn't do anything during the day. I just stayed in my room and like laid around. Did they try to knock on the door? No. Mm-mm. They don't do that anymore. They they started doing it again. Really? Well, no, I, guess I mean, depends. unless you say, like, come in. I want this cleaned. They won't come in. Like, they don't okay. knock on your door to clean anymore. It depends on the hotel. Oh, okay. I haven't been in one in a long time that they actually, like, come in every day to clean. There's some where they do. There's some where they don't. I feel as though internationally, even before COVID, it was less of a thing. It's a very seemingly American thing where clean it every single day. Give me (laughs) new towels every wasteful. And it fits us. It fits our beliefs and our culture. Waste, waste, consume. These days, I guess because... Last time I was in a hotel, I did have to put the sign on the door. I said, leave me alone. Oh, you did? Yeah, I was in the shower once, and I heard them trying to get in. And luckily, I had that latch at the top locked. So the door opened, and you could probably see into the bathroom. Uh Uh-huh. I didn't care. I wasn't worried, whatever. But But they just came in? Yeah, they. they, I heard the knocking, and I thought, ah, whatever, they'll go away. And then they didn't. Because that makes sense. They would knock to see if you're in there. And if you don't right. answer, I, I I usually don't answer. I don't like when they knock when I'm in there. I don't want to open the door and say no, no thanks. So I usually just uh, be really quiet, which is worse because if you're making noise, they can hear you. For whatever reason, the instinct <laughs> is to go quiet. I go completely quiet. Even if the TV's on, I hope that the TV will deter them. But... I stop moving for whatever reason. And then they try to open the door and I always have that other latch latched and then they can't uh, open it. It opens a little bit. It catches. And they, ooh, and they close the door and that's that. <laughs> There's no reason to have it cleaned every day. No. Even even making the bed. It's like, don't make the, the fuck. I don't, I don't want people going in and straightening my stuff and making my bed. I don't mind the straightening up 
But I really don't make that much of a mess for anything to really be that all that straightened. I don't either. That's there's no reason for them to do this. And I can make the bed. I don't like people serving me. I've brought this up before. Oh, right. That's true. But it, it's very clear, clear as day, the the difference in class. And you can say, well, that's a person's job and they chose to do it. Most people don't want, they don't set out to do that. They're doing it because it's the job they can get. And I don't like that right. discrepancy. I don't like the fact that you are coming in and cleaning up after me. Who the fuck do I think I am? Well, I don't think that the people that are doing that job think of you that way unless you put weird demands on them because it is their job. Well, they get paid the same and they don't have to clean a room. That'll make their job easier. How right. About there that? you go. Though I guess you're supposed to tip them. I know. I should have left some tip. I never leave a tip. I don't. I, what are I you mean, I do all kinds tip? of shit. Like I, I, I gather my towels and put them in a pile and I put them up like on the counter so you don't even have to like reach down to get them. I don't make a mess. Everything's in in the trash cans. I even put like big items in the trash can by like the elevators so that you don't have to worry about that in a, in the room. I usually have a trash pile by the end because I don't let people in. It's, it's all near the trash can, but those trash cans are small. So well, that's what I mean. So anything that's so that's why I'll take my own trash that's bigger, like a contain like a, a to go box or something that I finish <clears throat> and I put it over by the I take it to a different whole trash can. So I'm saying like I'm not doing they're not having to do a whole lot of work. There are people who take advantage of that, though. They love they I, they're extra messy, I think. Yeah, because somebody eh, this is great. Somebody's going to clean this. So I'm going to fucking be a jerk. It's weird. I'm going to be messier than I ever would be at home. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to throw this trash just on the ground right here next to the, the, the bed. Maybe that's a bit extreme, but I do feel as though there are people who who take advantage. Going back to the tip thing, what are you supposed to leave, though? I think anything. Anything is nice. It feels strange to tip someone uh, 5 to 10 to $20, depending on the meal, uh, at a restaurant for an hour and a half, two hours. That feels long. And then somebody, over the course of a week, you leave $5? They come in and clean your room? You leave. Well, that's the thing. If you don't have them clean your room... Then yeah, leave them five bucks. They didn't have to do anything really. They just have to clean it at the end, which is what they'd be doing anyway. Um, and if you've given them less work in there to do, which is because you haven't made a mess, um, you haven't destroyed the room, then yeah, five bucks. But if you if you for some reason, you know, had a crazy time and you don't have the ability to clean it the way that you normally would if you were just existing in the room for a week, then yeah, leave them twenty bucks. I used to do that at the. Highland Inn because I would mm-hmm. get a good rate. Sometimes I get the room for free or I get it for $40 a night. So then I'd leave a nice tip at the end of that. That's nice. Most of the time I just forget. I just, I leave and I forget to leave the money. And then I, I'm sure, I'm, I assume that most people don't tip in that situation because when you don't see the person, you don't face the person, it's much easier to not tip. Yeah. When you have the, when you have the pressure to tip, like the touch screen, the I do not feel pressured to tip. I'll tip yeah, if well, I want. The, the person behind you is watching. The they flip care. the screen back around. They see that you put no tip. Yeah, I got a dirty look the other day because I went. Uh, it was very hot, and mm-hmm. I stopped at this store to get a water, and they had one of those screens. But it was it wasn't a store. It was uh, a, a counter with food. Uh, Like they had bread items and other things like that. So they had one of those touch screens with the option to tip. And all I got was a water bottle of water. And I paid with my card and and it asked me if I wanted to tip. And I said, no, I saw, I saw the look that she gave me. There's no way for a bottle of water that they didn't have to do anything for you. They grabbed it and they handed it to me. No, that you don't get a tip for that. What about a coffee? Just a coffee. (laughs) Just a coffee, but they prep it. They put the milk in, the cream. They give them a dollar. Yeah, I tend to give a dollar. Well, it depends. I don't drink coffee out much anymore. If I get it from the bodega, I wasn't tipping anyone. No. Nor do I think they expect a tip. 
Though I do tip no, for the sandwiches Because they're not pouring there. it for you, right? You're doing it yourself. No, they pour it at this one. Some of them you do it yourself. Oh. Other places they pour it for you. Uh, if you go to the fancy coffee place where the coffee's already $5 for whatever reason, I'd leave a tip because I felt as though, hey, look, if I'm going to go into this kind of place, this is just the way it works. And here, here's but yeah, a dollar. But yeah, just a dollar. I mean, even even at the at the bar, if you if I if I get a beer, I'll give a dollar. If it's a cocktail, it's two. Well, I would leave a dollar for the burnt coffee. Oh, you're expensive. Oh, that you're just you just don't have the palate for coffee. It's like, no, I actually think the <laughs> bodega coffee's better tasting. I do. Maybe I don't. I know, have a like palate. Starbucks regular right. coffee sucks. Burnt. It's burnt. Just like that's why. So I think the there was like a blind taste test, and I think McDonald's coffee won because it was the most drinkable. And it's not fucking hot. The hottest coffee well, around is McDonald's. I don't know how they yeah. get it so hot or why they get it so hot. I know that woman sued so long yeah. ago because she spilled it on herself. That was imagine? actually really sad. Why? Because it was so hot. The coffee was way too hot. It's I, it, still, I, I still feel as though it's that hot. Really? McDonald's coffee is the hottest coffee you can get. Hottest coffee in town. <laughs> I don't know if that's something to brag about. It'll burn the shit out of your face if you spill it. Yeah. It's like the surface <laughs> of the sun. It's like yeah. our coffee <laughs> comes from the sun. At the bottom of it is a rock that used to be a blob of lava. So she got really hurt is what you're saying. Yeah. So there was that whole joke about, you know, oh, she got burnt by the coffee. It's like, well, what do you expect? It's coffee. Um, what is this country got coming to? You know, but it turns out like she had... It spilled on her crotch mm. and she had, you know, severe burns and disfigurement and uh, issues using the restroom and stuff. And she was an old lady. Well, good for her then. It, it It's there's that fine line. It's like, hey, mm -hmm. you spilled it. That was your Well, I think fault. there was an issue with like the cup and the lid and the, you know. Still, even then, I do feel as though people are responsible for themselves. But I am siding with her. I'm not saying like sure. uh, forget the corporation and their money. I think there was a story recently about a little girl getting burnt from chicken nuggets. Um, <laughs> and it was it, it. We talked about it on the show on the Von Hessler Doctrine, and it was put out there like a joke. But I thought there's got to be more. You know what I mean? You can't just have like a hot nugget and you're like, ooh, hot, and then be like, I'm gonna sue <laughs> and then win. Did you do more research? No, I just left it there. So you weren't that interested. Well, I was interested, but I can't bring it up on the show because I can't like contradict anything that's going on or else. I just meant for yourself after the fact. Yeah. Jury, one week ago, jury awards $800,000 to an eight-year-old after chicken nugget burned her. Seven-year-old deserves to be compensated by McDonald's for a second-degree burn caused by a wayward piece from a Happy Meal when she was four. How old is she now? She's eight now. This took... Four years, she's clearly fine. Believe they gave $800,000 to her for suffering and mental anguish. A chicken Why McNugget. Was it so hot? It fell on her thigh, causing a second degree burn. I've never had a nugget be that hot. <laughs> $400,000 for the pain she endured, and an additional 400000 for any future suffering. <laughs> for future. From what? PTSD <laughs> can't eat chicken nuggets anymore. Really missing out because my friends love chicken nuggets and it makes me feel like an outsider. Oh, she was totally coached. To no, I, I made that part up. Oh, OK. Oh, my God. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> But <laughs> lawyers for the family was asking for 15 million dollars. What? Yeah. Ugh. All right. Well, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> maybe, maybe it is bullshit. The two companies were, okay. They were liable for failing to provide reasonable instructions or warnings on the packaging, for example, about the risks of injuries that could result from a chicken McNuggets meal. <laughs> I don't know. See, now I'm questioning everything. I, for whatever reason with the coffee, I side with the lady who got burned. Yeah. With the chicken nugget. I don't know. It's not liquid. 
right it's, even if it's hot how hot is it? okay it burned her skin it's clear that it burned her skin but how long did it sit on that is it that scalding i guess these i can't imagine it being that i mean how did they get them out if they put it from the fryer straight into her little box and then one fell out and i guess it could have hurt her 15 million i mean that's wild 15 million is insane get the fuck out of here yeah. I wonder if they're angry at eight hundred thousand. I wouldn't be. I mean, I, I again, I would feel embarrassed. Ultimately, it's like I don't. Why are you giving me this money? Because I dropped a chicken nugget on my thigh. <laughs> if if I had a kid and that kid dropped chicken nugget on their thigh, I wouldn't think to sue the restaurant. I mean, what's a second degree burn look like? If you <laughs> if you go get sizzling fajitas and they tell you, oh yeah, hot plate. Be careful, hot plate. And you drop some of it on your leg, some of it on your leg. Is that your fault? Do you, uh, because they warned you, they said hot plate, or can you sue? And if you sued, you ruin sizzling fajitas for everyone because mm. no place is going to want to serve them anymore. This does, I'm looking at her burn. It is pretty intense. Maybe, the, okay, maybe the chicken nugget something, it was hotter than it should have been. I I usually have trouble with the mental anguish. Yeah, there are things. I mean, that's a little there are silly. things. There are things that cause mental anguish. I and and not to say, especially as a kid, that you know being burned. But I burned. I burned my whole hand on the stove. Did we sue oh, the sure. stove maker? Did we then Kids get reach hurt out all the time. to to GE? Hey, my kid turned on the stove and liked the fact the the coil was glowing. Thought it was cool, wanted to touch it. <laughs> Actually, I don't think that's what happened. I think that the glowing had stopped, and in my mind, I thought, "Oh, that means it's cool now." Right. Yeah. But it was still hot. And uh, my uncle Vince, uh, there was a commercial for safety razors when he was a kid. So, which is just a razor, right? Just a razor, and it was like a little. I don't know, like a little leprechaun or some sort of little guy that was a cartoon. And he would like raise his fingers up and the razor would appear and then he would lower his fingers down and the razor would disappear. And it would like, you know, he's moved it around. But Uncle Vince, because he's little, he's a little kid. He went in and got the razor that was in his bathroom and did the same thing and sliced his fingers. Mm. Had to go to the hospital. And what happened? Nothing. They didn't sue Gillette or whatever. <laughs> so like a, a knife maker. I guess the, the idea here is the chicken nugget's not supposed to be that hot. It's supposed to be it said hot. In this in this uh, in this uh, article, it's like the white, uh, the red hot chicken nugget. <laughs> so like a knife is supposed to be sharp. Everyone knows what a knife is. The manufacturer is making the product as it's supposed to be made. I guess the idea here is the product is not the way... It should be. It said it was at two hundred degrees. I mean, it's hot. I I dropped boiling water on my foot the other day. It didn't feel Ooh. good. I boiled. I've, a bit. I've been burned by steam before. Yeah, steam can be very hot. Yeah, I was surprised. I boiled a pot <laughs> of water to pour it down the sink because I wanted to clear the drain. <laughs> oh just, right. The drain seemed to be fine, but I washed these coffee grounds down there, and I know that you're not supposed to do that. Yeah. Uh. And I still do it anyway because it's a little bit at a time, a single serving cup. And then I let the water run to flush it through so it doesn't, whatever. But in my mind, I was like, I, I thought, oh, no, I should just do this to be safe, even though it can melt the pipes. I get it. I know somebody listening right now is doing oh, If you don't have the metal pipes, you shouldn't be doing them. Fine. I understand. But as I was pouring it out, some splashed and dropped on my foot and it burned me through my sock. I guess this there's no person, one to sue in the drain maker. Why can't your drain half uh, handle coffee? Yeah, yeah, you have to you have to um, sue physics. <laughs> so this person it says that the nuggets. Oh yeah, one of them fell onto her lap and then got wedged between her leg and the car seat. And then it says leaving her thigh quote disfigured and scarred. Now, scarred, sure, right? You got to burn. It a second degree burn, you probably are going to have a scar from that. But disfigured? Technically, it's right. Really? Disfigured to me implies like 
it it's it's it, been so damaged that now it's making it difficult to walk or like it's impeding on her development or something. I think it's disfigured is just the, the look of something. I don't think it has anything to do with the function of it. It's just Yeah. But doesn't disfigured sort of give that impression to you? I mean, it's it's an extreme term. It does it it comes off more extreme than others, but by definition, I think yeah. that's right. Her leg looked a certain way. You could say it was an attractive leg because it was a normal looking leg. And now because it's scarred, it's no longer as attractive as it once was. So it's it says, been disfigured. Um, lawyers from McDonald's argued that the nugget would not have been more than 160 degrees. The temperature of the nugget, the McNuggets are cooked to avoid salmonella poisoning and was not meant to be pressed against human flesh for more than two minutes. Two <laughs> minutes. Yeah, because that's how long I guess her it was stuck up against her skin. This doesn't make sense. You're not wedged into a car. Well, she's in her car seat, right? So oh, she's, okay. in she's in the back. That's right. She's four. Okay. Yeah. You are. And she's you're in wedged the back. in. You're wedged in. Yeah, you're wedged in. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot that she was a child in a car seat and you are wedged into that thing. You're locked into it. I mean, third degree. The, the lady with the coffee got third degree burns. Do you think, and this is getting pretty cynical. Uh, maybe somebody out there, I'm not saying they did it, but let's just use this as the example. Somebody somewhere once thought, let's get some McDonald's chicken nuggets, and then they reheated them. They still made sure to go through the McDonald's drive-thru, and they got new chicken nuggets. Uh-huh. But then they uh, somehow reheated. I, I'm, I'm realizing that the timing for this couldn't work because you could reheat something in the microwave and make it really hot. Then you have to go to the McDonald's and get the other one, right. uh, depending on timing. But still, you could make a trip to McDonald's, buy chicken nuggets, go home, heat them up in your microwave so they were really hot, put your kid in the car seat, and obviously this is an awful monster if they do this, but put the the nugget in between the car seat and your kid's leg to burn them and then blame McDonald's knowing that you could get money. And if you had record of going to McDonald's, they don't know. You could say that it happened five minutes after. They don't know if it happened 30 minutes after or an hour after. They don't have any idea. I guess so, yeah. And the kid's four. Well, the kid's four probably would say, because kids are four. Mommy told me to say that. Yeah. That we didn't go home and heat it in the microwave. So again, I'm not talking about this. So if if it was like a two-year-old, though. Yeah. You can barely speak. I mean, that's pretty messed up, though. Of course it is. Let's say say it's for yourself. Let's not include the the kid. Let's say, like, I I went home and reheated these chicken nuggets so that they'd be scalding hot and then pressed it up against my body. I wouldn't put it past people. People do a bunch of shit for money. I mean, but people, some, sorry, go ahead. Sometimes people when they're uh, addicts to opiates and they want pills, they'll, they'll injure themselves on purpose. They're yeah. so desperate. I know that's a different drive at that point. It's so wired when you're deep in addiction, but just using it as an example, people mm-hmm. will do things to themselves to get what they want. And they'll certainly do it to others. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it is a lot of work to go through, but I wouldn't put it past somebody who's motivated, I guess. We got, I don't know how we ended up here. We we're talking about you being in Atlanta. Oh, yeah. Uh, down. That's not really that important. I went to the airport and there were some people that. Well, I was curious about the. I was the curious weirdest. about the trip, and I. I it, oh yeah, I could talk about what happened on the trip, like you, as far as asking for money. <laughs> you going to Atlanta too? I keep doing this thing now. I realize when I'm uh, trying to figure out my words, I'm going uh, uh, before I speak. And I have I been doing this forever? I don't feel as though I have, but today it's certainly happening a lot, and I'm aware of it. And I apologize if anyone else picked up on it. Uh, when you go to uh, Atlanta, uh, <laughs> maybe uh, you're a pilot, and that's how you talk now. Welcome, uh, Delta Delta Flight Ten Twenty. It's interesting that they. I'll speak the same. I, I'm mm-hmm. sure that there's some kind of coaching that happens. I know that they want them to remain calm. They always want to exude calmness. Right. But the way that they speak, the 
the other parts of it. The, uh, <laughs> uh, don't know where that comes from. <laughs> I don't know why. Similar to NPR hosts, how they all try to sound like Ira Glass. No, I, I, I welcome to this American or show. Or like, like somebody shumping or other. Like they have a sh 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 sh. Yes, that's what's her name. Fresh yeah. air host. Fresh air. <laughs> what is? What is her name? I'm. What is her name? Terry Laura Gross. Schlesinger. It's Terry Gross. Terry Gross. Anyway, uh, yeah. What did you want to know? I was interested in the fact that you don't have much connection to Atlanta anymore. We kind of mm -hmm. hit on that. You said you'd go back. To me, obviously, a lot of connection to Atlanta. Family, sisters, nieces, nephews, friends. I know you still have friends. <laughs> I go to Atlanta less these days than I used to. I used to go several times a year. But I find myself 15 and a half years into moving away. And I've been once this year, February. Okay. Will I go again? Yeah, I'll go down again at some point. I don't know when that live lounge is supposed to be happening for the people who gave money to the carathon. I asked to be a part of that live lounge and they said they wouldn't pay for the trip. Really? Uh-huh. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I don't know. You should have you should have just uh, you can't book it the same way I can book it cuz I'm a third-party payroll company and I yeah, book I can't. stuff. I book stuff and then just put the receipts and say reimburse me. <laughs> I also don't bill for the whole trip because I tend to do other things. So I just bill like half of this stuff. Oh, okay. Which seems fair. All yeah, right, that's so nice of you. So they're not going to pay for your <clears throat> trip, but you you met with people and said, I want more money now. I want my money. I did my money. meet with people. It's your money and I want it now. Yeah. I have a structured settlement. <laughs> you wish. You wish you had that structured money flowing in every two weeks, every month. So, yeah, I told them um, it was kind of hard because we did a lot of it was about an hour meeting, maybe a little bit less. I don't remember. But we we did a lot of just talking about silly things at first. And then um, I was asked about my relationship with Eric and how that's going. And I ex I just <laughs> expressed myself appropriately there. And then um, we just like talked about. Um, oh, I had met with the sales team previously that day. Uh, and so I, I told her about that meeting and the kinds of things that I feel about myself, about how I feel like I'm being underutilized in that way, because I am good at what I do and I know how to, I know how to edit things and I can, um, if I'm not I'm not difficult to work with when it comes to like redoing a spot or whatever. I'm not uh, like a, not, I was going to say like a diva, but um, you know how some people can be really annoyed if you tell them, do you have to go back and redo something? Like, I don't care. I'm fine with that. Um, so anyway, we did a lot of talking about that. A lot of, you know, a lot of them telling me how great I am and all of that. And that's all fine. And I appreciate that. But near the end, it was like, okay, well, you know, she has a meeting and she had another meeting coming up back to back. And I was like, wait, <laughs> I have to talk about this last thing. Um, I had told Ken that I wanted $5,000 more and I changed it to six because I wanted it to be 10% of my salary. And Jalay was like, 10%. But then when she found out how much I made, she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> so she had no so idea. I asked for that. Huh? She has no idea how much you make. Apparently not. Um, and then I said, and I was like, oh, and I want to be under contract. And I explained that too. I said, everybody is protected except for me. And that is not a feeling. That is not something that I want. So, you know, she <clears throat> she was open to it, you know. And then when I, we left, Ken and I were walking down the hall and I was like, oh, you know, that was difficult for me to do, you know. And he was like, no, you did fine. did great. Um, he said, fuck that. Like, you shouldn't be getting another part-time job. Like, you should be here. Meaning, I should, you know, my 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 uh, energy and effort should be at the station or for the show. So. Yeah, make it happen then. That's what I, it's like, fine, I agree. Make it happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How'd it go with the salespeople? Yeah. They were actually there, huh? People were actually at the office for you to meet with. 
Yeah, so I got to meet with uh, a big old room full of people. Uh, I I did kind of choke at one point because they said like, "What are you? What are your? What are you passionate about? Like, what are you?" I was like, "Unbelievable! Oh. Nothing, nothing. Kind of. That's a ridiculous question. What, do you, what am I passionate okay, about? Any anything I'm passionate about? I'm not going to tell you because that's that's special and meaningful to me, and I'm not putting it out there in this room for you all to rip apart like vultures." And for me, what I'm passionate about is like, I get impassioned about things, but I wouldn't say like, you know, it's like, oh, I'm passionate about woodworking. (laughs) You know, like I don't have a, I don't have something that would translate into something they could set. Like I'm passionate about real estate. I'm passionate about my finances. I'm passionate about my custom closet or something you know what i mean like there's nothing i could say that would transfer or uh, translate to them into something they they could give me an endorsement for i told them i was like is that why they were I, asking yes i'm passionate so that they about can have an helping idea of who clients I am. i'm passionate about helping clients grow their business and make more money right that's what <laughs> exactly. really drives me making more money for other people that's yeah, what, what i'm I passionate about for. is convincing you guys to give me more endorsement or give me an endorsement so that I can go on a trip. So you failed. You dropped the ball. That's what you're saying. You had an opportunity. Well, I just said like, I said, I don't have something specific, but I do feel like I can convey whatever needs to be conveyed. You know, like I kind of danced around that. um, Uh, Feeling embarrassed for you. I know it was embarrassing. How many people were in this room? Oh, my God. You had an opportunity. You think Bortz went in there and said such things? You think, I don't know. You think, uh, what's his sidekick's name? Who's still Belinda? In- yeah, her name just left my brain. Yeah. <laughs> it did not exist. Uh, what did I want to call? That's fine. I don't want to be like either of those people. I wanted to call her Bethany. I don't know why Bethany That's was close. coming to my mind. Uh, what is she passionate about? Chopping down my tree. <laughs> I so didn't think about never... this, but she's getting married, so she can't do those divorce commercials anymore. Well, she I'm can. Divorced, I'm bitch. happily married, and if I didn't get my divorce, yeah. I couldn't be married and as be happy. Yeah. Like I am now to this wonderful man, and it was all because of my divorce lawyer. Because if I were still married... The law says I couldn't marry this wonderful man that makes me so happy. I'm so, so happy these days. Thank you, divorce lawyer. Thank you, divorce lawyer. I love getting See? divorces. That's uh, that's perfect. That works out wonderfully for her. Well, that's you, you should have just said you should have just said to the sale, like, Belinda's she's old. Okay, come on, take well, take a step into yeah. the future. The future is actually now the past. You're so far behind. <laughs> well, I did it's, say stuff like that. I was like, well, you know, <clears throat> I am uh, an older technical millennial and there is a lot of pressure put on people my age to be in a certain sort of station in life and have certain things crossed off the list. And I think the um, the the stage as it's set right now makes it really difficult to be able to achieve a lot of those things that people in the past were able to achieve a lot easier. So if I worked with like a financial somebody, you know, I could talk about that. Like I'm look, I'm 41. I'm looking at my uh, retirement account and thinking, huh, <laughs> hmm, how long is that going to last me? Uh, a day. So I, yeah, I talked about that. I talked about being in the closet here uh, at my studios in my closet and how, <laughs> Maybe some like custom closet. It came something. off a little differently. Yeah, it came off a little differently. I know. At first. Well, I made a joke. I was like, I think I'm. I've spent more time in the closet than fill in celebrities' oh. name. <laughs> Boo! In 2000, yeah. that would have worked, but <laughs> now it's insensitive. That was an insensitive joke. Oh, I was not that sensitive in the meeting. I made some like joke about because we. Uh, my date was that night. Um, the carathon, you know, so I was in town for the carathon and before the carathon had even started, there were things that people could um, donate and win as part of a, 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 as part of an 
incentive. So somebody bid $500 to go on a date with me. He's bringing his wife and stuff. So it was all good. But, um, you know, we talked about like he donated $500 and I was like, I made some joke about it being starting out at 500 and then we'll see where the night goes. And they were did like, get reaction? Oh! huh? Did you get a reaction or did the, yeah, but it was almost like the way that I talk about, um, hanging out with certain types of women where it's like, I can't like, I'll say something a little bit shocking and everybody's like, oh, they, they like it, but they're also like a little like clutching their pearls about it. Like, Oh, whoa, crazy. Like you're wild. And that's kind of how it felt in the meeting. Cause it probably was not appropriate. <laughs> Corporate but I also setting. was like, listen, I'm on, you know, I'm on the show. This is <laughs> not a business person. I don't know. Well, hopefully they'll get you some shit. Ugh, I was nervous. So they, um, Jalay also, uh, she's the, GM. So she was telling me like I should I need to start building relationships with the salespeople. So I'm going to make some uh spec spots. And and I'm also going to like keep in touch with people in the sales team and just email them. Hey, Talk what's up? Them. I'm here. Yeah. Now, get rid of Belinda. Hey, I would target the people who book Belinda. Well, move them I'll off tell of you her. A secret. Yeah. They, they've been getting some complaints. About? About Belinda. Well, maybe you shouldn't. Uh, yeah, whatever. You can tell me off. Yeah. I Just in case. You know, don't. Yeah. Don't. I don't know. Don't air the, the dirty laundry here. Just right. don't don't screw yourself over. Somebody yeah. hears it and it gets out there. True. People, I know that My people bad. listening want to hear the gossip. They want it. But yeah. for your own protection. Okay, so. So maybe things, you know, as soon as you get this straightened out, that's when the show's yeah. going to go away. It's all going to come together. And then there's well, not going to be Well, if I'm under contract, that's fine. I'll give me, Isn't... pay me until the contract runs out. There's not going to be a re-signing. I'm out of here. You want me to have See, that's meetings. why I want to be under contract. Because Eric does not breed confidence in, like, he's always like, well, I'm under contract, so fuck it. You know? <laughs> You're like, ugh. Okay. There isn't. Yes, there's not much thought to the rest of the people on the show. If I, if I blow this up, it doesn't just affect me. That's not thought about. I don't think. I I I hope it is, but the actions don't speak to that. I got to look out for the rest of these people. So sometimes mm -hmm. I got to make sacrifices, things I may not want to do because it's best for everyone. Yeah. I don't know. I, maybe. That I mean that doesn't happen. <laughs> Possibly. I mean, I think he thinks about like, well, you know, if if I wanted to leave, then what would these other people do? Maybe that's happening. But I don't think if like there are ways for syndication uh, to be achieved and he refuses to play ball. It's a thing of the past. <laughs> okay. Well, there's work that goes into it. Right. There's work that goes into it. And he refused and like he goes on these rants about the workforce not wanting to put in the hard work and like stay late and do this and that it's like he won't even answer his email he won't even log into his outlook there's some rebellion there there's there's yeah. a, a thing obstinate I work, defiant disorder yeah i work for a big corporation and all these other people work for these corporations uh you know are bend over backward for the corporation, have their arms twisted by the corporation, have mm -hmm. to do these things, and I'm not doing any of that. So I'm here getting my money, playing the game the way I want to play it. I'm winning. I think not logging into your corporate email, that's <laughs> what you're getting out of it. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Fuck, because who cares to log into your corporate email? Maybe people are writing you. Maybe you'd want to interact with some of the listeners. Maybe. Uh, well, not listeners, but just, you know, <laughs> well, I, I I know that work stuff comes through. Like maybe You're just right. getting updates, understanding what's happening in the bigger picture, feigning a little interest of the right. station and the company as a whole. Not even the company, because the company is huge, but the station. There are people there. Mm -hmm. You're all working for the same stations, the same cluster of stations. And to alienate yourself, if I am somebody else who's working hard, 
and I see a person who right. acts better than that. It's not even working hard, but like it acts better than the other people. Well, that's I'm, me. I'm having, You're talking about me. I'm having trouble because I, I know that, that there's the, not this idea of being better than the other people. It's just this idea of being different enough and outside of the normal operations that then can come off as uh, being better. I just feel as though if I, if I encountered a person like that, it's like, hey, look, we all work for this station. We're on the same team. And you having zero interest in anything else uh, but yourself is a bit off-putting. Yeah. ultimately all I wanted to say. Well, I'm having to do difficult. all of this, all of this uh, dancing and, and work to try and, you know, beg for more money. And he doesn't have to do anything except, you know, prep a little bit and show up. And he gets well, to be pretty shitty to some of the people that he calls friends <laughs> and act like a big baby. But- it's a shame you didn't have a chance to hang out and clear the air. No, nah, there's no clearing. You could reset, work on the nah. relationship. No, there's no working on it. He doesn't want to put any work into it. If he reached out to you. He did reach out to me before. And when I expressed to him all the things I felt, he responded telling me that I'm wrong for feeling those things. So, <laughs> all right, okay, so you've been there. Got it. All right, you've yeah. been there. You've done that. Got it. Fair enough. I was just asking if 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 he had reached out and said, "Hey, when you're in town, let's go get lunch." Oh sit, no no no! Talk. This was way before that. I know that it's way before that, but it. Yeah. I was asking. It seems like you said I've already been through that. I don't want to do it again. Yeah. Okay. Well, what had oh, started well. the show is uh, <laughs> your flight. Home was delayed. You didn't get home until what three thirty four in the morning. Oh my god! Yeah, it was horrible. Because so tired. There was bad weather. There was bad weather in Baltimore, which I know because I was waiting on the Orioles game to start because I had bet on the Orioles to win, and they did end up winning that game. But it was a very delayed start because storms in the area, and as you're, I don't think it was from Baltimore. It was because the flight previously had had a delay, and then. They switched gates for this other thing, and but but up but So well, maybe they switched play. Whatever it was, we we're waiting on there pilots. Were, there were storms in Baltimore. Right. If that's not what it was, then I just made an assumption clearly. But there were bad storms. I was watching the weather in Baltimore because I was thinking this game needs to fucking start. I have money riding so on it. Ten dollars. I have ten. I have ten dollars <laughs> on this game. So for whatever reason, uh, and then you sent me pictures of cretins at the airport. People passed you can out see on them the ground. On my- yeah, if you find me, if you look at my uh, TikTok, I made a little TikTok about the one guy. Did you blur their face? Yeah, I put a, um, you know, those like deep sea fish that have like the big nose when they, but they look normal <laughs> in the deep sea because there's I think like, no so. pressure on them. <laughs> yeah. And then when you bring them up to the surface, they like blob out and have this big nose and this big like yeah. sad face. Yes. Yeah, I put that on his face. <laughs> That's very fitting for this guy. That's what I thought too. I don't know. I don't know what we, uh, anyway, this could have launched into a conversation about delays at the airport and how people really, it does suck when you're there and you're stuck and there's nowhere to go. And like, you know what? I don't care anymore. I'm going to sprawl out on the fucking floor. Let my gut hang out. He took his socks off and was like rubbing his feet. (laughs) Dude, have some decorum. I'm all about being like casual, make yourself comfortable, but it just seemed like too much. Bet he was farting. I'm looking at this picture. Oh, I think probably. he was farting. I wouldn't yeah, doubt it. It's like, well, I'm sleeping, so. A bit of humility. You want to rub your feet? Yeah. Fine. I would go somewhere where it seemed a bit private. Not right here in the middle of the gate area. Yeah, like turn around and sit. Like, and and face the window and rub your feet, you know? But just, like, no shame. My purple socks. Ew. So gross. And his socks were different socks? They were two different socks? It's fucking weird. He had a whole ass family. And then He had, like, four <laughs> kids with him that were also weird. Like, the one kid sat down and, like, across from me 
And they made the announcement that it was going to be delayed and blah, blah, blah. And that we're waiting on these pilots. And the kid was like, well, he wasn't a kid. He was probably like a young adult. Maybe he was like, well, I don't know. He was like 17 or 18 or something. And he was looking at me. I had my AirPod in. Like, I was not paying attention to him. But he just started talking at me and said something about like, they'll delay it again. Just wait. You'll see. This is going to be canceled. I was like, well, whatever. And then he started telling me some more. I was like, well, neither of us are, what did I say, aviation law something. I said, (laughs) none of us know about like aviation law. So I don't know what's going to happen. And then he stopped talking to me. I would have told him, stop dumping your anxiety on me. I'm not carrying that. Yeah. Get out of here. People like to, in those situations where you're all going through the same thing and you're getting really frustrated, people like to reach out to you. I get angry and annoyed when flights are delayed, but I don't talk to anyone. That's the thing. It's like, that's my anxiety. I did not care. I was like, I was tired and I was wishing that it wasn't happening, but also I was like, whatever, we'll just keep sitting here. We are all so lucky these days. We all have phones. We have like everything at our fingertips. It's fine. I know, before you would have had to get magazines. You would have needed to buy a magazine and a newspaper. Yeah, a newspaper. It would have been awful. Can you imagine the horror? And kids, like, having to entertain them without a phone. You know what I'm saying? Like, we are It's going to be delayed again. Did he sigh a lot before (laughs) he started speaking to you? Do you make noises like that? (laughs) (laughs) People do that. Probably. Yeah. Again, I, I understand the feelings. I share those feelings. I don't dump them on strangers. I dump them on people I know. <laughs> but, that's but, worse. <laughs> no, that's that's what you get for knowing me. But I would never go up to a stranger. It's like, all right, I, I, you're just looking for some connection, though, because yeah. he's feeling stressed and anxious. And if he feels like you start talking about it, you must feel the same way. Maybe it'll alleviate it. Misery loves company, whatever the fuck it is. Well, when I found out that he was that kid's or when that, when that guy sprawled out was the dad. I was like, oh, okay, this family's just a bunch of weirdos. <laughs> then you sent a picture of what, a man wearing pinata pants? Yeah, this kid. I didn't put that on my TikTok, but um, this that was his mom. It's, it's, it's this kid who looked like 15 or 16 and his mom. And they were uncomfortably close talking to each other and like whispering in each other's ear. And like at one point she handed him some pill, which might have been just like a Tums or something. And she accidentally dropped it and he gave her all this shit for it and then put his foot on top of it on the floor so that she couldn't reach it when she was going down to get it. I was like, what a little dick. Well, look at those pants. And he had a shirt on. It was like a Balenciaga shirt. Like he was, I think they were very wealthy, I guess. These pants are, this looks like the material that pinatas are made out of. Yes. When or, I say, or like, you know, I showed it to Pete and he said it looked like um, Big Bird's legs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So well, you got money. I guess when you have money, you look like an idiot. Yeah. And he, he was a real idiot. I pay anyway, a lot. thanks, everybody. I pay a lot. Uh, to look like, oh, I see the crotch here doesn't have any of the pinata fraying, though. That's Yeah, nice. it was weird. That's nice. It was, it was fucking weird. They were weird as fuck. They were the weirdest. <laughs> and they were like napping on each other. Ugh, they seem like a couple. <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> anyway, thanks everybody. Like and subscribe, rate and review, tell your friends. And uh that's it. Bye.